I want to share a, a brief, short, simple message with you today um, on uh, a passage that I hope is familiar to all of you. I just realized I left my bulletin over here. I'm going to grab it real quick. As we were planning this service, um, you know, we always want to be grounded in God's Word here at Naper Cove, and the truth of, of God's Word is revealed to us in Scripture. And I just knew that Mark 10, 13 to 16, uh, had to have a place in this service as we were uh, looking to celebrate our kids and also trust God with uh, this big new season that affects almost all of our kids, the new school year. Um, and uh, um, I felt that uh, it's never a bad time to read Mark 10, 13 through 16, this story of Jesus blessing the children. Um, because, you know, we, we see in Jesus' teachings, in his ministry, uh, that he has a heart for the last, the least, and the lost. And in this passage, we are also reminded that he has a heart for the little, he has a heart for the little. So I'm wondering if we could imagine that we're um, maybe in preschool classroom right now, and uh, we're going to talk real simple about opposites, okay? <laughs> What's the opposite of big? Small, small. Or we're going to use the word little today. And the title of my message is Big Blessing for Little People. And um, let's read from uh, Mark if you've got Bibles or if you've got a Bible app on your phone, I'll encourage you to open up. It'll be on the screen, but we'll also be referring back to it as I, uh, as I share. So it's always helpful to have it open in front of you and uh, exercise those Bible flipping fingers as well. Uh, here's God's word from Mark 10, 13 through 16. People were bringing little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them, but the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And he took the children in his arms, placed his hands on them, and blessed them. Big blessing for little people. Like I said, we're talking about opposites today, and I want you to look at that story again. Uh, look at whatever you've got in front of you, and I want you to think, and if you want to shout out some answers for me, tell me, who is big in this story? Who's big? The grown-ups. Uh-huh. Any specific, who are the specific grown-ups in this story? We got some disciples. We got Jesus. Now, they're not named, but somebody's bringing these children, right? It's very possible that the, the parents, yep, so we've got some parents, other caregivers maybe bringing. Uh, we've got uh, disciples. We've got Jesus. All right, and if you want, if it helps you process, I've got some space on this insert here. You can draw or you can write about who is big in this story. Now, who is little in this story? When you look again, who is little in this story? 
Children. Thank you, Ryan. She's reading her Bible right there. She's got it. Yeah. Uh, our translation says little children, little child. Um, the, the Greek word is paideia, which means a, a young child. Um, and so the translation says little children. Um, really, those are the only little people that I see in this passage, but maybe we'll think about other definitions of, of little as we go along. So on your insert, if you want to write or draw about who is little in this story, maybe you could imagine what those little children looked like as they were coming to Jesus. These little children were being brought to Jesus, and they ran into a big barrier. <laughs> they ran into some big disciples who had a bit of big ego going on that day, didn't they? They weren't just big in height. Uh, I, it seems to me that the disciples were feeling very big in their pride, in their spirit that day. Because for some reason, they thought that big Jesus was too big to spend time with these little children. And so they actually uh, sternly speak to these parents and caregivers and, and tell them to, to keep these little children away from Jesus. We can only imagine, right, what, what it was that they said. I mean, what do you think they said to the parents with these children? Jesus doesn't have time. Jesus is too busy. Jesus got to heal people. Something in Hebrew. Something in Hebrew. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Next week I want a direct quote, please. <laughs> these children may have seemed uh, little uh, but Jesus his eyes didn't miss them right Jesus' eyes look down Jesus has a heart for the last the least the lost and Jesus has eyes and a heart and a passion for the little and Jesus doesn't want his disciples to be so big. He doesn't want them to be so big in their ego and their pride. And he even uses these children as a reminder to his disciples and to each of us that sometimes we need to take it down a notch. We need to get little. <laughs> because this big kingdom with this big love of this big God is a place made up of little people. And that's the message that Jesus shares in this moment. Not only that he loves these children, that he welcomes them, that he blesses them, that they have a place in his kingdom, but that all of us, no matter how big we are, need to have eyes for the little. And that we just might fit into this big kingdom of big love with this big God. We might just might fit in a little better if we were a little smaller, a little humbler. So on the back of your insert, um, you can draw or write about what you are learning from Jesus through this story. And I want to speak to you if you're little or if you're feeling little, if you're young Maybe you're feeling insignificant. Maybe you're feeling like you really need some help today. These are things that can make us feel little, right? When we don't have control, when we know we can't do it on our own. 
Oh, we look at the problems in the world and they seem so big and we feel little. And I want you to know that when you feel little or you are little, God has a big blessing for you. That Jesus welcomes you into his arms with a big love. That his kingdom is a place for you. And when you can acknowledge your need and, and be humble and, and, and know that you can't do it alone, the kingdom of God starts to make a little more sense. And now if you're a big person, if you're a grown-up, if you're thinking you're pretty important today, or maybe you were five minutes ago, <laughs> you're thinking you know how to do life, you know exactly who God loves, exactly who God doesn't want in his kingdom, please let yourself become just a little smaller. <laughs> the way we do this is by letting ourselves acknowledge where we need help or we don't have it all figured out to be like a little child. There's a lot of ways we could be like a little child, right? But I, I think when I've studied this passage, I think what Jesus wants to point out the most is that kids know that they need somebody. <laughs> they need help. Uh, and they can't do it all alone. And that is what God wants for us. I think of John's simple prayer in John 3.30. Uh, he must increase, I must decrease. Uh, John, uh, you know, I wonder, he might have been taller than Jesus. Uh, he certainly had bulkier attire, we imagine. But as he looked at Jesus, he knew Jesus needs to come, become bigger and bigger, and I need to become smaller and smaller as I follow Jesus. And friends, one of the, the main ways that we do this one of the main ways that we humble ourselves before Jesus and, we, uh, and we, we let ourselves become little and we can be safe in that place is through prayer, through connecting with Jesus in the many different ways that we can communicate with him, that we can call out to him. Uh, this exercise that I did with our kids even of uh, imagining Jesus going with you. You can feel really small in that moment, but you know that you have this big, loving God right by your side. So we're actually going to take a few minutes uh, to pray. You've got space on your insert. We actually have some uh, papers up on the wall. If you guys notice, there's two on the sides here, and there's one in the back next to the, the Welcome Center, and there's some markers that will be kind of just on the floor by there. And I want to encourage you to uh, let yourselves become little and think about the big things that you want to bring to the big God who loves you with his big love. Now today we're especially thinking of a new school year um, and this, this new season that our kids are starting. So I want to encourage you, if you have students in your life, if you have educators in your life, if there's a school that you work at or you attend or um, is in your neighborhood, I want to encourage you to just write some names on these pieces of paper. Write names of students, names of educators, names of schools and families. But you can write any other prayers uh, that you want. Um, and uh, the, the worship team is going to uh, play a song. So take this time um, to, to come to God in prayer, to write your prayers, uh, and um, to, uh, to trust God with today, with this week, and with the season ahead. So I will uh, close 
uh, this time in prayer and lead us into um, a time of interactive prayer.